All right, here's come. Uh, here's another episode. Uh, I finished uh, a chapter of uh, this book they are reading by Alastair Campbell, Venus, and how they succeed. Uh, like I mentioned previously in my in in some one of the episode, I believe I I mentioned about this book, saying that uh, basically the author, uh, well, some of them are his colleagues. Some uh, advices, some he advised, some uh, he just plainly observance uh, in in this uh, place, uh, in this industry. So they're made out of sports leaders, uh, political leaders, and business leaders. So I read this chapter about leadership, and I come to realize one thing about myself that. Uh, Nothing to be bragging about, but I have been a leader at every phase of my life, uh, from my from my nursery when I was really young to all the way until now. I mean, at every level of my studying, of my student period, at every level, I was almost a class chairman or. They have different titles for different uh, schools. Of course, sometimes they call it chairman, the class chairman, the class committee member, the class prefect, the class leader. The well, there are many things. But uh, besides, yeah, I I hold many leadership positions when I was studying, and and I realize now. Actually, I didn't think too much about being a leader back in those times. It, it, I just felt that it was just one additional responsibility, and I'm just basically uh, the teacher's translator. Whoever appointed me as a leader, I'm basically just translating their instructions to the class on the whole. And and I can't really recall myself doing anything great as a leader. But it, it seems to be quite consistent that every teacher that every, almost every teacher that taught me have have elected me as their leader. Even even among the peers, uh, when I was in project groups, I was usually the one that is made a project leader. Uh, in CCAs, I am the squash captain. Um, boys brigade, I was one of the leaders as well in the committee. So there. Uh, now that I think about it, I think there is one attribute in those days that I, why I was made this uh, count, you know, class counselor or the school counselor, all these prefect positions, is basically because I am a patient uh, goody boy. I think patience is the one factor that uh, that one one of the most important factor that these people recognize that I. I don't really get into fights or disagree with someone in a very negative way. I'm not that outspoken at a point of time. I do not think I am, but I am willing to take up challenges. So I, at, 
as much as I, I am a reserved person, I rarely speak up, but when time comes, when I have to ask the class to do something, I am I can vocalize myself a lot. So I bring myself up to this notch. I am able to do that. So I, I think this is the part that uh, those people appointed me as leader, I can say it. And of course, among the peers, when I naturally become a leader, is, uh, as an elected leader, is because I... <laughs> Some of them probably just doesn't like the challenge of uh, getting the conf you know, solving problems and getting the conflict. So I seem to be the one to able to surmount all these difficulties uh, for them. So it's just an easy choice because I'm naturally, I'm just what they call busybody sometimes. Is it? Uh, now that I mentioned it. I'm not that busybody, or maybe this wasn't a trait that people think I I overthink things about this over uh, this busybodiness. Well, anyways, so he mentioned about patience being one of my attributes when I was younger. That allows me to become a leader, appointed, elected a leader. The second is um, because I'm able to brave challenges. Um, I would not just retreat upon giving a task. And third, I'll think that I'm quite an obedient kid. Then when I am asked to do something, I usually don't disagree to, you know, or, or lash back at certain opinions of other people that, you know, or certain actions that they want me to take, but I would not take. Usually, I go with the flow and I listen to the teachers because we are teachers for a reason, right? They're supposed to teach us good things. I, I, I don't think anything they want me to do to tell the class is anything bad for our upbringing. Well, it might be only true to some extent, um, but that's another story altogether in the future. But anyways, being obedient is one important trait. I, even in, in adulthood, it, it translates into adulthood because many of the in, in certain companies the management levels look at somebody who can listen to them and not oppose their ideas all the time or you know they just want people to play sheep yeah that is very unhealthy naturally people will Will, will get resilient and you know they just filter themselves out of the equation for for a long-term position at this company who would really want to just listen to someone and just do everything on a whim for that one person just because of a paycheck mm. uh, unless the paycheck is, is really exorbitant but any, but yeah, so obedience is one character that people want to see in a leader at a point of time. It, it wouldn't translate well now into this present moment that I am in. As a leader right now, I recognize that uh, all those, in a sense, they are good. Oh, oh I forgot to mention being a role lead role model as well yeah uh, usually I'm elected because 
uh, some teachers actually tell me that uh, they want me to be a good role model to these people that they learn something from me and you know being become good tempered and a good student in general i was like that last time can you believe it i was really a studious uh, and a good kid in general well uh, like i said this life uh, now that i have more conscience uh, i have i'm more conscience conscious of my adulthood and i'm beginning to think that leaders are different mix from when i was a kid it's very different in the sense that when you lead a company or you lead a group or team in the adult world where everyone is just fighting for a bowl of rice on the table or mcdonald's on the table whatever um, when they are driven by their own purpose in life it's very different it's it's too many objectives at play too many factors in this world at play and it differs on so many levels from for so many people i mean as a kid we all just need to study well and earn the love of our parents and it's quite binary in that as essence but when we reach adulthood there are so many other concerns in life i'm sure you guys agree and everyone has different concerns and they come to this team and that you need uh, for them to get some financial freedom or depends on what they go financial freedom their recognition some progress in their life or or basically just just go with your vision of of this company that you're leading so as a leader you have to have a big macro standpoint and you have to go on a micro level with these individuals as well to understand their their motivations in life and when you have your own motivation which is having a vision for the company to strive towards achieving that vision and if vision is convincing people will follow people love a leader who has great plans for the company and for themselves in general a leader shouldn't be selfish he shouldn't be just single too single-mindedness too single-minded I mean, he can be single-minded to the extent of achieving his vision. If the vision is convincingly uh, something that's good for the world or good for people in general. And yes, I think I, I, I'm a bit distracted right now because I, I think I speak too much about this topic of leadership and I'm, I tend to go over the place again um, or I'm just speaking whatever comes to my mind and uh, I've hit the 12 minute mark and I'm kind of bored with myself as well and I got better things to do now so until next time and should I even delete this podcast because 
it doesn't flow coherently. I'll, I'll let it stick and pass. Huh? It doesn't matter. Nobody's really listening anyways, right? Ta-da!